Call the Glock with a ruler clip. Boy, don't play with me. This stuff. Met her at the store. You know how it goes. She wanna smoke. So I bought some dope and took her to the oak. Just got some top from the stripper. She from Kanker G. Just call the Glock with a ruler clip. Boy, don't play with me. This stuff. Met her at the store. You know how it goes. She wanna smoke. So I bought some dope and took her to the oak. We in the car. She don't live that far. Say she left her person named Church. You know why I'm we can go that first, I bust the U Pulled up to her spot, she live by the park It's getting dark, my clock on my lap I'm just thinking smart, so she hop out She switching it, this thick as She got two this if she ain't back out Then she gon' need a lift, she left her phone So I picked it up, this slow as Now this three of them for mom The other six say duck Now I look up, and I see a truck It's just pulling up, someone hopped out A big goofy he tryna look tough, I'm like, what? What he tryna do? So I clutch my move, but he kept walking. He don't want no smoke, boy. He not bulletproof. He's got some top from the stripper. She from Kanker Jesus. What's going on, Internet? Analytic here, aka Dreams, and I would like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I'm your hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of pop culture mixed in. For episode 19, we're going to be getting into NBA Youngboy and Nicki Minaj, King Von, Mass Effect Remaster, and the weekend's Hawaii remix. But, but before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. So now that we got the intro out of the way, we're going to get into the quote of the pod. Okay, getting into the quote of the pod. We're going to talk about NBA Youngboy and Nicki Minaj's new song called What That What That Speed About. <laughs> you got to love the You got to love the grammar, you know, rappers use nowadays. But anyways, this is a a Mike Will track, I believe. So, I think he's the the main person who put this together, him and uh he featured Nicki and, and Youngboy, so that's how this song came about. Um, this get, this song came out November 6th on a Friday, you know, Thursday midnight, you know, rappers always release on midnight so they can get the, they can maximize, uh, the amount of first week sales they can get so that, you know, that at first every artist tries to get number one and dropping midnight on Thursday gives them the best opportunity to do so, which is why all the music that drops at midnight are usually from big name artists. Cause they're trying to get that first week sale. And so they can brag about it and, and send it to their uh, sponsors for more, you know, sponsorships and endorsements and stuff like that. So what that speed about is a collaboration. The beat is crazy on the song. Um, Young boy does his thing. Nicki Minaj does her thing, of course. Um, this song is well, the video had like a futuristic type feel to it. I think Young boy has something glowing on a shirt or something like that uh, i watched a video about it i don't know exactly what it was but it definitely went for a certain type of uh theme for the video and it reminded me of Nicki minaj and six nine how they had the rainbow hair and, and stuff like that well rainbow hair and the colorful theme for this video i feel like it was more of a futuristic type theme and whenever you watch the video you'll see what i'm talking about it's not your usual a bunch of guns and stuff like that but they're usually uh walking around throughout the video and so it's not it's not too it's not a, a video that's gonna blow you away but the theme of it was pretty um 
eye catching. So you can watch that if you want to on YouTube. The uh, what, what that speed about the the, the video. I don't know what was playing. That was a whole different language. If y'all can tell me what what was just said, then that would be much appreciated. But yeah, we're done with that tab. <laughs> so uh, hopefully nothing like that pops up again. But anyways, so the song is like really, it's really uh, fluid. And what I mean by that, it goes from Young Boy's verse to the chorus to Nicki Minaj verse to the chorus to Young Boy's second verse, and then it ends. So, and when I say fluid, I mean this song comes together pretty. I won't say perfectly, but it's a great song that flows. And, and what I mean by that is it's one of those that you can have on repeat, like just that song, and you won't get tired of it. Like the, the way that the chorus, the chorus catches you and the way that Youngboy delivers it, it just, I mean, Youngboy is one of those artists that whatever he's on, it's usually going to blow up because his YouTube following is, is pretty um, unique to say the least. He does more YouTube numbers than any other hip hop artist in the world, I believe. Besides, like, I, I, no, I think Youngboy is the number one YouTube artist like in the world. And if you look at his YouTube numbers, you, you could see what I'm talking about. I think he had like 36 million or something like that. Uh, I could look that up right quick. Hopefully, it's not play. Okay, that was the song. But we're gonna get to the song in a second. But let me look at the video right, right quick. Try to look at the video and switch the whole thing. So yeah, the video has about uh, 6.2 million on Mike Will's YouTube. And on NBA Youngboy's YouTube, it has about... I don't even think it... It didn't even come out on... Uh, okay, so the official video didn't come out on, on Youngboy's page, which is pretty interesting. But anyways... Uh, if it did, it would have got a lot more views. And Youngboy just does a lot of views on, on YouTube. You can look it up for yourself. For the most part, I don't know how he does so many views. Because as far as streaming goes, if you don't know how it works, YouTube streams don't really count as much as Spotify and Apple. So you would be surprised by me saying that he's the most streamed artist on YouTube. But in, in the charts, that really don't hold too much weight. So it's kind of one of those things that it's a nice stat, but at the same time, you would rather want to be number one. Uh, you would rather be the number one streamed artist on a platform that people subscribe to and pay for, because you don't have to pay for YouTube to watch the video. Like you could be a subscriber, you could be on the guest account. So the, the the validity of the views don't really hold as much weight as a Spotify Apple stream. And I could get into the whole thing about streaming and all that, but I don't want to bore y'all too much. So we're gonna get into the actual song. I'm just gonna play. So this is one of the few songs that I like so much that I'm going to play the whole song. And I mean, I may skip around a little bit, but I want y'all to get the the feel of, of what I'm talking about on how fluid this track is. And, and for lack of a better term, it, this track is just fire. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to get to the track right now. Mike Will made it with that speed bout featuring Nicki Minaj and Youngboy. It's the motherfucking queen. NBA Youngboy. Let's go. Oh, oh. Uh, 
can't do buying all the bottles, what you can't do. Supposed to be shining, but she noticed that my chain do. Late night sex, I won't see what that mouth do. Yeah, bounce that ass, do it how your mama talk to. Real made nigga from the trenches, do no pimping. I got seven figures, bouncing in the car, it look like switches. Uh. Let's have a drink out after that week. Okay. I get that's my fault. I didn't even realize this wasn't the uh the clean version, which y'all probably don't some of y'all probably don't care that much about it, but for me, like for the pod, I try to keep it at least PG, even though we're talking about hip hop artists that do a lot of R-rated activities to say the least. <laughs> we're gonna we, we I try to keep the podcast at least PG so it can uh appeal to a broader audience. So I think I think I I thought I had the clean version brought up, but I guess not. So that's my fault. We're gonna we're gonna skip to the same like seconds of the song so we won't miss anything. But I don't want to play the explicit version when there's a clean version that I can easily look up. So yeah, we're gonna go to that right now. This chorus is so fire. Both of them really found the pocket on this track. Throw that bag, I'm a bad little Got every ex mad and they big bitter. Diamonds on a chain, blinging off my teeth. Hold up. Y'all think she's talking about Meek Mill? She said, got every ex person mad and they big bitter. She's probably talking about Meek Mill and Safari, but you know, at the same time, I mean, she could be talking about any ex. But if you're familiar with Nicki Minaj, she was with Safari for the longest, and then she got with Meek Mill. So those could be the only two I, I think that she's talking about. But anyways, I mean, who doesn't love to throw shots at their? Uh, well, rappers love to throw shots at their exes. Let me just put it like that. <laughs> I hit this phone, he gon' curve up like a pitch. Worth the me, be good, so we been hooked. If he got seen out with me, it's a big look. Worth the pop, body smoking like a big blunt. Some big only thing that a want. Left the I love that that pop smoke shout out, cause it's like Pop Smoke um had a line in one of her songs, one of his songs, quoting one of Nicki Minaj's verse. I forget what the, the lyric was, but I think Nikki's probably paying homage to that by putting a, a verse that he usually uses in, in one of her verses because Nicki Minaj influences so many other rappers that it, it just it probably surprises her on her reach. Like she know she probably knows she's a huge artist, but at the same time, a artist like Pop Smoke, you would think idolizes different type of artists since he's a different type of uh he's in a different type of atmosphere, but to for him to still be inspired by Nicki Minaj and they're not in the same lane it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting so let's get back into the verse lot with a big body thick dot all my in the spot you could get got this that 40 vaccine you could get shot since you want to be stunting like a big shot this that pretty little joint from the south side a quarantine on my outside if i'm sitting on your face keep your mouth wide go hard but be gentle with my 
lying all about us, what you can't do. Supposed to be signing. And then it goes into Young Boy's second verse, which is not really a second verse. It's more of like a bridge to the to the third chorus. But uh, that that song is like really fire in my opinion. I, I'm really surprised on the the chemistry they had. I mean, Nicki Minaj always kills the verses, but at the same time, Young Boy's been putting out a lot of music, so it's like one of those things that at some point he has to miss, but he hasn't yet. In my opinion, he hasn't yet. But of course, y'all can let me know. Uh, click my link tree in my bio. Message one of my social medias to let me know if you think this song is fire or do you think it's just trash. So, um, yeah, that's all I really have for the NBA young boy Nicki Minaj with that speed belt song. And let me know what y'all think about it. And now we're going to switch it up a little bit. Okay, getting into music. So, for the music section... I put this in here because I didn't really want to I'm not really going to talk about his latest album because I think that would be distasteful but I want to talk about his what happened to him because I think it's very important that I point this out so what I'm talking about is Chicago rapper King Von was shot and killed in Chicago so he was no, he wasn't 22. He, um... They, uh, okay, a 22-year-old is the one who shot King Von outside of a downtown nightclub Friday morning. Okay, so this happened in Atlanta. The Atlanta police said that a 22-year-old shot uh, Chicago rapper King Von. And they said there were six people shot when the fight broke out. And then gunfire erupted and three people was, I think three people was killed. One is in critical condition. Obviously, I'm going to keep reading and we're going to clear it up. But this we're going to get into the whole story. So if y'all really want to, basically, I have a, like a bigger take on this. And it's why I'm going through the story. So the King Vaughn um, situation. A person by the name of Timothy Leakes is the one that killed him. And the police said... That he, uh, Timothy, was actually undergoing treatment for a gunshot wound. But he's still going to be uh, charged with, with murder. So, King Von was among the three people killed in the shooting. So, it was King Von killed and two other people killed. Okay, there's, I'm messing this whole story up. Y'all got to stay with me. <laughs> stay with me. Stay with me. Okay, there's three people shot. Two were killed. The third remains in critical condition. Additional victims have not been released, and it's still unclear who shot them, except for the person who shot King Von. They literally caught in like you know the little meme like they, 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 how they catch you in 4K. Yeah, they literally caught King Von shooting in 4K. So that's why they're putting his name out there and everything. Like Tim, like yeah, he shot he shot King Von so um in 4K. But. The Atlanta police is still working to um, to clear up clear up all the other details. There was two officers that was working off duty when when it um, when this incident happened. None of the officers were injured. They said that Vaughn was wounded in the club's parking lot prior to the officers' involvement. So before the officers even got there, and that's when the surveillance footage came up about him being shot which in my opinion i don't really 
um, like seeing those type of videos because I know where that leads and I know the type of mindset you kind of go through when when, when um, something happens to one of your loved ones and to to actually see it you know it's kind of like the crisper I don't know why I keep bring- this is like the, the most famous incident that I always bring up and compare to but the Chris Brown situation when they said like he domestically abused Rihanna and then the pictures came out and made it 10 times bigger just think if there was a video of him actually you know doing the act and that's kind of what this is it's like when that, you actually see video it, it it blows it up 10 times more than than you would have originally cared and is that right I don't think so but it's it's reality so the video's out. A lot of people are looking at it, watching it. Um, they were just okay. So now they're just talking about him being in, in the Chicago drill scene. And um, Chief, they was talking about. They brought up Chief Keith and Lil Durk, who signed uh, King Von, and talking about them. They was warning uh, King Von. Chance the rapper put out a tweet and saying that it was it was tough. Um, R.I.P. Vaughn, God bless him and his family. I can't believe it. And you know, um, Chance the Rapper's a Chicago native, so it's not like out of the blue why he would say something like that. And I saw, I saw a lot of people saying like, why y'all feel sorry for this man? Like he's a murderer. So like, in my opinion, I believe that's the... Um, it's, it's quite frankly the, the life that he chose you know what I mean like it's one of those that he embraced knowing that he could die any day because of the life he lived and a year earlier he was arrested in, in Atlanta along with Lil Durk with attempted murder among other felonies and that's why they could never even even though Lil Durk is on King Von's latest album it's still one of those things that they can't they can't be in the same uh, vicinity I think that's the right word because of, of the charges. So they can't even be together or they will, something will happen. They'll either go to jail or something like that. Like they can't be together. So it's that serious where they can't even be in the same place. Other rappers like Lil Yachty and YG mourn the loss of uh, King Von being shot. And that was the official details that came out from the Atlanta police officers. Now from me just being... Um, I wouldn't say like a student of the game, but me being in the know of who to listen to close to these situations, I heard that another rapper named Quando Rondo, he was involved in the incident. And so what happened was there was an argument that happened. And I guess King Von just started just going crazy on Quando Rondo. That's this is all allegedly. This is what I heard. And um not like I'm an insider or anything, but if you actually pay attention to the hip hop and, and who knows uh, who's in the know and who's in the industry and who actually talks to these artists, if you just listen to them explain the situation, then it kind of makes sense, which is why I had so many details on the Tory Lanez thing that just came out after, but I still said it before, but it was cleared up after because when you listen and pay attention, you can usually put pieces pieces together. So... Allegedly, King Von and, and Quando Rondo got into an argument. King Von started like, quite frankly, he he was giving Quando Rondo like a, a severe case of the um, the hands. <laughs> I don't know how how else to say it. He he was definitely uh, working. Work, uh, you know, 
he was using Quando Rondo as like a personal punching bag. And it got to the point where his friend, Quando Rondo's friend, Timothy Leakes, just ended up pulling a gun out and shooting King Von. So I've never seen anybody beat somebody so bad that you need to pull out a gun. But at the same time, if you're watching somebody beat up your friend and you know, like you can tell who can fight and who can't. Like once you see like, oh, he can fight. Then, you know, these rappers, they always talk about shooting people. Timothy Leakes ended up pulling out a gun and just ship and shooting him. So, and I don't know if that's self-defense because I don't think you can shoot somebody in self-defense if they're just using hands. Now, if it was like a weapon involved and I mean, I'm not the authority, I'm not like judge and executioner, but I just feel like that's not a, a, a reason to shoot somebody. And, um, Obviously, he didn't want to involve himself with just using his hands or he felt like he would have got the same treatment that uh, Quando Rondo was getting. So because I heard he was getting like he, he was getting beat pretty badly, like to the point like if, if somebody has to if your friend has to pull a gun on somebody because they're beating you bad, then, you know, you was getting you was getting like you was getting handled. Let's just say that. So, uh, yeah, that's what happened. It, it went out to the street, which is how the video happened. Uh, shot the brawl ended up out on the street pulled a gun out shot him like several times so he he wasn't even like he was dead he made sure he uh king bond was dead and it's a pretty tragic situation uh like i said i feel like it's it's the life that they they choose because if you listen to past music he was already talking about if i ever pass away or murder then i'm gonna find this is guy named tuka he said he's gonna find him and beat him up it's just crazy stuff like that that makes you under makes you understand what type of mindset that they're in they're in the mindset of i can go at any time and when i do it's not i'm I'm not going peaceful or something like that so i think he said like he was gonna boost the murder rate i think that was like a lyric in the song so you can't really trust the songs too much because rappers be saying anything but with chicago rappers the more um I don't know how to say it, but basically you believe them. <laughs> it's kind of like when TK put out the race, like he was actually doing a race and was locked up. What King Von rapped about, he, he um, I'm not going to say he did it, but allegedly, let's just say it was very convincing and there was a reason why it was very convincing. So yeah, that's all I really had about with King Von. I wanted, um, it wasn't really too much with the situation. Basically, he was giving somebody the beats, uh, not somebody, he was giving Quando Rondo the beats. His friend uh, ended up shooting him. Now his friend is is being charged with murder and, and stuff like that. And all the other info, the, the Atlanta police is still figuring out. So yeah. Also, I was going to do an album. I was actually going to talk about his album last week, but I forget some. Oh, Lil Wayne happened, so I had to talk about him. But if y'all want me, oh, Lil Wayne and the BET Awards. But if y'all want me to um, still review his album, just let me know like in, in my social medias. And also... Um, yeah, just let me know because I, I don't really feel like doing that right now because he passed away and, and the way he passed away and, and the subject of his album is basically kind of like with Juice World. Juice World passed away from overdosing and his whole album is filled with I may die because I keep taking these pills. So it's kind of the same thing with King Von. King Von got, got killed in an altercation and in his album, he's always talking about just boosting the murder rate and stuff like that so um it's a very slippery slope most hip-hop fans are uh hypocrites for the most part we love that 
gangster type feel we love when we can look at an artist and say i believe you like i believe whatever you're rapping that's why i think the baby's doing so well because you believe whatever he's rapping about but then then again that comes with a lot of lawsuits it comes with a lot of uh situations that you want to want your favorite artist to be in and sometimes it ends up in death so that was the case for king von and yeah that's all i really had let me know uh, click my link tree in my bio at, uh, message me on one of my social medias to let me know what do you think of the king von situation and would you like me to do a welcome to oblock album review so yeah that's all i have for that and now we're going to switch it up and get into gaming I hate when my groove goes away like two times in a row. Like for the full podcast, y'all always hear my groove going away. Like it's just one of those things that they need to hit me with a sponsorship because I think they do this on purpose just to get me to say their name. But anyways, let's switch it up. Okay, getting into gaming. This is one of the topics that I wanted to talk about for like a, a while. Like th this is one of them, those type of topics that I really wanted to get into. And that's because, I mean... Just based off my my uh, pod podcast cover icon, based off my name, based off the podcast name, you will have to understand that this is the main thing I wanted to talk about in this episode because it, it's one of those things that it was rumored for a while, but now it's finally coming to fruition. And what I'm talking about is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition remaster, and it was revealed on N7 Day. So if y'all don't know what in seven day is, it's a day that we like all fans of, of mass of Mass Effect and just like yeah, Mass Effect in general, we just celebrate the, the the iconic trilogy, one of the best trilogies ever made in video game history. If you ever play Mass Effect, you will know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, just play Mass Effect, it's gonna change your whole outlook on like video games going forward and how they're supposed to be made. So yeah, let me get into the actual details. Mass Effect Legendary Edition was announced on N7 Day in a blog post by VP and Studio GM Casey Hudson. Like I said, this was rumored for forever, but it finally was revealed. And they also gave us more information saying that there was another Mass Effect project underway. So not only did they say that they're remastering the iconic trilogy, but they're also making another Mass Effect project to to um basically they're making the next chapter of the mass effect lore so that's that's just that's just amazing news in my opinion like i may be a little you know judging off my name i may be a little biased you know i may be a little uh, lenient towards uh, n7 and bioware but um i think that's i think they deserve it. it's kind of like lebron like you can't really give lebron too much praise because well you can't give lebron uh yeah you can't give lebron too much praise because of all he's done like he deserves even more like even though you you give him so much praise he deserves more because of what he's done and that's how i feel with bioware and the mass effect trilogy like this trilogy is just it's just so great that it's just like i can't praise it enough so they say that this is a 59 dollar package including the first three mass effect games remastered all dlc and promo weapons armor pack armor and packs this fully remastered trilogy will be for xbox one ps4 and pc with support for 4k ultra hd and then as the new 
uh, as the next gen consoles come out, they say that they will get um, they will make platforms specific for compatibility enhancements for those next gen consoles to release. So this is just great news. Um, of course, you know, with, with upgrades and, and, and they was went into the detail about the, the remaster and stuff like that, like how how it will be enhanced they talked about the shaders the models the effects basically they're changing everything so it's gonna look like a whole new game which i'm so excited for they said the release date is expected to arrive in spring 2021 don't be su don't be surprised if it gets delayed i hate to say that because you know bioware isn't doesn't have the track record like cd project red to to Put out release date and delay it like 15 million times but with the pandemic any gaming company that wants to delay their game you can't really get mad at the only reason i got mad at cyberpunk for delaying the only reason i got mad at cd cd project red for delaying cyberpunk 2077 is because they did it like they've done it like five times like at the at the second or third time just say like we'll put it out when it's ready like stop giving us release dates to get get our hopes up just to delay it again and over and over and over so yeah one or two is fine for me one or two delays is fine for me once you get to the four or five range it's just like you're just, you're just playing with us like at that point you probably just think we was born yesterday and don't know how gaming development works so yeah they also so hudson also went further talking about the next uh, project that they're working on currently and saying that the veteran team has been worked i don't even know what that means like what's the veteran team like is that the og team that made the trilogy but anyways they said that they've been they've been hard at work envisioning the next chapter of the Mass Effect universe. And it said, quote, we are in early stages on the project and can't say any more just yet. But we are looking forward to sharing our our vision for where we'll be going next. And. My bad, I lost my place. And it was talking, they, they was just giving more info on the remastered Mass Effect uh, trilogy. And I think they knew it was it was rumored for a while. And, and I think they poked fun, fun at that a little bit. But I mean, the, the information that they gave us was more than enough. Like they could have just came out and said, yeah, we're working on it and not showing us anything. But they had like a little promo trailer and they had extra news saying that they was currently working on the next chapter of the Mass Effect um, franchise. So that's just that's just amazing. And this game coming out for PC is pretty interesting because with PC you can mod so much, and I'm 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 so interested to see what section of the game they mod the most. Like you know, PC players they can go crazy with their mods. Console not as much. You know we, you know we uh, we just watch what, what the PC can do with the mods. But at the same time, it's gonna be so interesting to watch how this game comes to fruition and just how much hype it builds up to launch. Cause you already know I'm playing it day one. Like I gotta, it, it, that's one of those games that you gotta like sit down and play. And I'm not saying I'm the busiest person in the world, but I'm, I'm usually pretty busy like doing doing things. And I'm, I'm usually going from thing to thing because I try to plan out my day. So um, hopefully this comes out on like a break where like a, a week or two break where I can at least get some chunk of the game finished. Cause I know I played I played Mass Effect one fully two times. And that should tell you like how much I love the the, the uh, trilogy. Like out of the three games, I would say the first one is the most RPG heavy. 
like you can upgrade you can you can literally upgrade the smallest of details and in two and three they kind of scale back on that and focus more on uh, other things but for the one for mass effect one is the most rpg heavy game in the mass effect trilogy and of course y'all can agree with me y'all can not i mean it's just one of those things that, that's my opinion and I, I feel like the mass effect one is it, just i'm not gonna say it's the best because I, I feel like mass effect 2 is the best it's the most complete mass effect game out of the trilogy because the beginning middle and end was great the beginning middle and end of one was good and the beginning and middle of three was great but the end was really bad like severely bad so two i think is the best out of the series now we're going to get into like the reactions from the the crazy news that came out so bioware once they announced this talking about uh, your choices this is when i first like i didn't know what they was talking about and now i looked at the video and i just i don't even want to tell y'all what i did but anyways your choices your squad your shepherd relive the legend in a remastered edition of the highly acclaimed trilogy mass effect legendary edition arrived spring 2021 so this is what bioware tweeted out confirming that there is a remastered trilogy on the way and then all type of reactions came through so one person you know put a gift of the of the heading spit of the spin the head spin glitch from from mass effect and and just talking about when you tell me there will be mass effect news in less than an hour so he put that little glitch just to show how much he was excited uh, some person put out like uh, I don't know plot points is it plot points or I think it's plot points I don't know some guy put out like a checklist of, of the most important things from the news that broke and said that this includes single player based content and DLC from Mass Effect Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 support for higher resolution and frames and then so basically everything that i was talking about and uh promo weapons armors and packs all remastered and optimized for 4k so this is and it's officially been confirmed for spring 2021 it's just one of those things that it's just like this is what i've been waiting for for a while like this if cyberpunk 2077 didn't exist then this is the game i would like to put in this release date but since it exists they probably want to put it push it back a little bit and not compete with because i don't know how cyberpunk 2077 is going to do and i don't even know if it's going to come out this year but you definitely don't want to release the remaster next to a game like cyberpunk 2077 because even though the mass effect trilogy will hold this will it will hold its own it still will take a little bit of the of the play time because cyberpunk 2077 is so anticipated so I will let them get their chunk of months in for players to play that and then, you know, start to roll out for uh, the remaster. But yeah, so which I think is very do you think it's strategic that they're coming out around the same time that Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out? Because this has been rumored for like forever. And I think they I think Bioware, you know, they saw the little comparisons from CD Projekt Red saying that they're making the next the, they're making the new the next gen Mass Effect with with the uh, CD with Cyberpunk 2077. And then Bioware was probably like we're not going to let let them uh for, make them we're not going to let them make our fans forget how great and iconic our trilogy was. So I think the timing is very interesting. One person I've actually talked to 
um, gaming ethos from from gaming Illuminati. He was saying that I really hope. Well, not saying he tweeted. I really hope all these people, all those people who missed out on Mass Effect, give it a try with the remaster. It is a truly unique experience like no other. And that's basically how I would put it. Mass Effect is one of those franchises that makes you just rethink everything when it comes to gaming. Like game, the Mass Effect trilogy, if, if you play the game, it will make you be like, why doesn't every other gaming company make games like this? You know, like it's just one of those things that it, it, it was so innovative that you didn't even know games could work like this but they do you know the the intricacies i don't even know if i said that right the little um how just how complex the story is and how i mean the story is not like too complex where you can't understand but basically I'm, I'm trying to talk about the multiple paths you can go through to get to the final destination it's just very expansive it's one of those things that it just you start off small and then you get bigger in like no time and you can follow it and it's very easy to follow if you pay attention it's one of those stories that i'm telling you it's, i i y'all can definitely y'all definitely like oh this man's just biased because his name but i'm telling you like mass effect trilogy is one of those that make you rethink why you play these other games so um yeah um Oh, another person on Twitter was talking about how not only did they announce the Mass Effect Remastered Trilogy, but they're also working on an entirely new game, which definitely that threw me for a loop, too. I'm like, wow, you would think the Mass Effect Remastered would be enough news. They they threw the entirely new game in there also. Like, that's crazy. They really was. They must have really been sitting on this. So. A lot of fans were just reacting again, saying one one fan was super happy he said you guys he said quote you guys have legit no idea how happy this makes me to finally see this happening so many of us mass effect fans have waited years for them literally years for them to finally put the first three games into a remastered collection for ps4 and other systems and then the other fans was talking about the legendary edition so a lot of them are just blown away by this news and i'm not i can't blame them I can't blame them in the so- in the slightest. Like this is one of the this is one of the the main games that I've ever just enjoyed from start to finish. Like I I think I already told you I played the the first game twice like fully. Like I didn't just blow past the mains the side missions. And my second playthrough of Mass Effect One, I ran into like literally ten to fifteen entirely new missions that I didn't even know it was in the game something i could point to is there's this base where in mass effect one there's this training facility and there's like a whole section that you could go to and you could just train and there's this guy there that he's like he's quote unquote the best guy to ever do the training simulation he's like number one on all the boards and you come through and they're like they're teasing you they're like uh he's a human he won't because these are uh, torians and because it's like different races in mass effect so you're a human coming through they're like he's not even going to get close so first time i did i think i was like top five. Second time i did i was like top three i was stuck on top three for a little bit then i finally hit number one on like all of them all the maps 
and when you hit number one on all the maps he gets so mad that i think what does he do i don't know if he leaves but something it's been so long ago since i played it but i think for people who played the first game they know what i'm talking about when you're doing the training and you get number one on the leaderboard and i, I got number one on like every map he's like irate to say the least and he's super mad and jealous and it's at you leave that base being well respected uh from everybody like the the way that the conversation in a video game like this is a video game it, be, it works like real life like you get there nobody respects you like you can hear them talking you can have conversation with people and they you know they won't think that highly of you after i did number one on all the leaderboards and i talked to the same people they were just praising me they were talking about I've never seen that before like the way i was moving and, and they they would they would literally you would literally get your head boosted in in this game because you can create your own character it doesn't have to look like commander shepherd i know y'all see like the icon on my podcast it doesn't have to look like that you can make your own player so he look well quote unquote looks like you that's another thing i wait this i can't wait to see what the customization looks like so so uh you can make a player look like you so it's not like commander shepherd that's just the default and just leaving that they they just it's just totally a totally different uh tone they speak they speak with your name you know and that's how the whole game is like you start off not really being anybody and as you go the conversations start changing to like why is this human uh among the ranks of us till it it changes from that to oh that's commander shepherd like you you heard what he did he he did this and that and, and like i'm i'm probably geeking out right now like people are not huge mass effect friends uh fans probably don't know what i'm talking about people who played the first game and the trilogy not just excluding the other two they know what i'm talking about like that feeling of completely changing the conversations from does he even deserve to be here to like he's Oh, he's that douche. I, can I even go up and talk to him? It, it's very real. It, it's very realistic in the way the video game executes it. And I've never seen it executed as well in an RPG before. There's a reason why every time they talk about the best RPG RPG games ever, they have to bring Mass Effect up. Like, it, it, there's a reason for that. And so, yeah, enough talking about that. I, I, I bet y'all, y'all didn't, uh, <laughs> I think I didn't hyped up Mass Effect enough that hopefully y'all will get it. Um, and personally, I'm definitely playing this again. I don't know if I'd be able to beat it in a timely manner because I'm, I'm very busy. Like it would have to. Bioware, Bioware will literally have to like email me or hit me up to to be like, yeah, I'm gonna buy out your your, your whole month just so you could play this and review the trilogy. Like, and that's how long it would probably take me a month to beat the trilogy. And that's being like generous. So yeah, that's what I think about. Uh, that's my two cents <laughs> of the of the uh, Mass Effect remaster news. And uh, yeah, y'all can click my link tree in my bio. Mess- message me on one of my social medias to let me know what y'all think of the game. Not what y'all think of the game. Well, yeah, what do y'all think of the original trilogy? And have y'all played it? That's my only two questions. You know, sometimes I be going off with the questions. I ask y'all like six questions. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's all I really have for the Mass Effect remaster. It's one, it's gonna be one of the greatest remasters of all time because it's not really too much you can mess up. I mean, 
you just you reshade the game and just optimize it for the current and next gen consoles and you just have another iconic trilogy to play in 4k so yeah now i'm going to switch it up and we're going to get into pop culture okay getting into pop culture we're going to talk about the weekend's hawaii remix and i would say the other guy's name i think it's like maluma i don't want to mess up his name but i think i just did so he's a um another artist that had the original hawaii song and the weekend wanted to collab with him so we're gonna get into how this record was made we're gonna listen to the weekend's verse and then that's gonna be pretty much it so let's get into how this record was made november 5th is when maluma i'm just gonna call him maluma because i don't know how to say his name and the weekend dropped their surprise version a remix version of hawaii the weekend's verse is in english and the chorus is in spanish so maluma completely does this in uh, spanish the weekend does this in, uh, does his verse in english and then does the chorus in spanish so it's like one of those that the weekend definitely didn't just mail in his verse he took his time to get the cadence right with the spanish chorus and he because it's not easy to if anybody's ever tried to learn the second language it's not easy to just talk like people who speak who originally speak that language like the little cadence that they use which is why they say english is one of the hardest languages to learn because quite frankly we we don't use words the way we don't use some words the ways that, that they should be used. And what I mean by that, a lot of words have different meanings, which is why there's an urban dictionary, because we have a lot of different sayings that mean a lot of different things. So for other languages, it is very confusing when you get to America and people are speaking English and some people are speaking broken English and some people are speaking urban English, meaning by like they got a nickname, they got a slang for everything people use slang so much it's basically like a whole new language in the english uh atmosphere you know so but anyway getting back into this spanish song which i thought was really good really solid track maluma at first didn't want to do a remix for the song saying that he didn't really want to um he did he basically didn't want a, a, a remix want to do a remix at the point not not like the weekend didn't ask him just yet but this is where it started off originally when, when he was approached with the idea he didn't want to do the remix but they did discuss it a little bit and he said if he did do a remix he had a short list of artists that he wanted to work with then after that uh he actually made hawaii and it was a big hit in august topping the billboards u.s global charts and um a lot of artists were calling to do a remix you could probably guess who some of those artists were and Sony Music Latin president Alex Gallardo said a song with those quote a song with those kinds of numbers it generates interest talking about the the huge artists that wanted to make a remix with them they talked to Maluma again he uh, Maluma was still saying that he didn't want to do a remix they, they threw Doja Cat's name in there um yeah so she got cut <laughs> um October 5th got another call he thought it was Doja Cat again then it was the weekend calling asking if he had five options song options to send him and that he wanted to do something for the Latin market 
then Maluma loved the idea. Obviously, The Weeknd was on his short list and said that he was considering doing a remix for Hawaii. So it's just interesting how in life, that's how I think. Like, you always have to think if I was, well, don't compare yourself to other people because comparison is like the thief of joy. But to know, to, to respect yourself, you have to know what you've done. And you have to be like, if roles were, roles were, uh, were reversed and I was in his shoes, what would I think? And sometimes you have to come from that perspective to give yourself a realistic answer. The Weeknd's done so many great songs, top billboard. The Weeknd is a great selling artist. Doja Cat, not so much. She's a great selling artist for some songs, but consistently you don't really know yet because she's such a new artist. The Weeknd at this point is like a, I won't say a legacy act because he's still going strong in my opinion. But he's one of those that hit that has solidified his spot and is still doing numbers every time he drops. So it's a little different when The Weeknd calls for a remix versus Doja Cat calling. So they ended up doing a remix, of course. <laughs> the Weeknd does his verse in English, does the chorus in uh, Spanish. The Weeknd said he was already inspired by that uh, song. It was already writing to it. And it was surprised that Maluma wanted the remix, which I think he was just being modest. I think he knew. I mean, The Weeknd's literally one of the best singers on the planet. Like, in my opinion, I think he's, he has one of the best like voices on the planet. And um, I don't know if that's because of his engineer. I've, I've seen him sing live on like YouTube. Sounds like similar. But he's not one of those that heavily relies on it. He can like really sing. So, um... He was probably being modest. He was like, yeah, I knew. But, you know, you can't come in the interview being like, yeah, I knew as soon as I called him that I was going to be able to do whatever song I wanted with, with him. So, yeah. That was a good move for him to say that uh, he was inspired by him saying yes. So they ended up doing a Hawaii remix. remix, Following up the, the weekend, doing a song with uh, Ariana Grande called like Off the Table, which that song is amazing. I think that song's probably, well, I don't know, I may be a little biased. I think that song's better than this one. But anyways, uh, I don't know if I have any Latin artists. I mean, not Latin artists, Latin people who listen to this. But if, like, y'all do, just, like, click my link tree in my bio and, like, and message me on one of my social medias and let me know if y'all think this song is better than Off the Table. Because, you know, me, I, I can't understand half of the song. So I, I'm probably a little, well, I'm probably biased. But the song came out at noon, just like every big artist does to, to maximize first week sales. And it said that it was one, it was a, the weekend said, big shout out to Maluma for allowing me to try out my spa- Spanish on the song, which the weekend Spanish is pretty convincing, if I do say so myself. So it was one of those. It was one of those type performances that you knew he had. He was just practicing. Like I know when Drake did a, he did a Spanish song, and he was, uh, he did like completely Spanish. I knew like that's something you have to practice. Like it's not like, I don't know. Some some people are just talented, but I would assume that they practiced on that for like days or hours, just trying to get the cadence down to make it sound believable. And I think the weekend found a pocket that it was definitely believable and people understood that he took this song seriously it wasn't just giving him a mail-in verse so 
Now we're going to listen to the weekend's part on this song. And you can tell me, what do you think? Well, you can, uh, you can message me what you think of this with the song. But we're going to listen to the weekend's verse only on the Hawaii remix with, uh, what's his name again? Maluma. Hopefully I'm saying his name right. I'm probably messing all the way up. Anyways, here's the here's the weekend's verse. Yeah. So now he's your heaven. You're lying to yourself and him to make me jealous. You put on such a neck when you're sleeping together. All this cause I said I don't want marriage. I don't want marriage. I'd rather go And then it starts getting to the ter- uh, territory of me not knowing anything that they're talking about. I did look up the Eng- English version on uh, Genius, but that that still didn't help me out. You know how English artists, you, they put words together that you could like understand. In Spanish, they put Spanish words together to make it sound good. So when the English version, look, like when you look at the English, English version, it doesn't really rhyme too much because of rhyming Spanish words instead of English. If that makes sense. I don't know. Anyways, you heard the weekend's verse. Let me know if it was fire or trash. I think it was uh, fire. Every time the weekend hops on a track, I mean, he obviously blows it up, which is why that phone call went through. It's just, uh, I mean, it's just the weekend doing doing him, uh, doing Maluma or whatever, a, fam- a favor. Cause I know a lot of people was asking him to do a song with Bad Bunny, so I don't know what's up with that. But I don't know. I don't really have too much about the song besides the weekend just being amazing. And one of the greatest voices that we've ever heard. But uh, yeah, besides that, that's all I really have for the weekend and Maluma re- Hawaii remix. You heard the weekend's verse. Let me know. Uh, click my link tree. Let me know in, in one of my social medias if the verse was fire or was it like classic. I would say trash, but if anybody ever says like the weekend, anything that the weekend do is 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 trash, then I just gotta like just can't listen to you anymore it's just one of those things where your opinion just lost so much weight (laughs) anyways that's all i have for episode 19 now we're going to get into the overview of the pod so uh for the quarter of the pod we talked about nba young boy and Nicki minaj y'all can let me know what y'all think of that uh collab i think it's one of the best collabs that Nicki's done this year songs just super fire um Getting into music, talked about King Von uh, passing away. Also talked about how that's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's the life he chose, you know. Um, and, and I don't think that's too insensitive to say because he says it himself, you know. So when somebody says it themselves, then they know that they could go at any point. And I start as at the same time, I'm I have sympathy, but I can't really hard to have empathy with a person that promotes that type of uh 
activities you know it's kind of like bringing certain energy and then when the energy catches up to you people be like oh and try to act like that energy just wasn't created by that person himself so yeah i always recognize that but at the same time i try to keep it respectful and then of course for gaming we had to talk about the mass effect remaster i mean would it even be a notorious mass effect episode without me talking about mass effect every chance i i could i get like every time i get the chance to talk about mass effect it, it, it's just gonna happen i mean the whole pod is, is is named after one of the greatest games of all time so yeah pop culture we got into the weekend and maluma's hawaii remix one of those things that um very very unexpected the way that the weekend came on singing in english i thought that's how the whole song was gonna go and maluma was gonna pick up the spanish part but the weekend switched up the bilingual vocals on us and, and started singing in spanish so uh yeah that really helped out his case with having some of the best features in 2020 because that song he did with ariana grande called like off the table definitely one of his best features even though the weekend doesn't miss we still have to compare him to himself because at this point vocally he's really just battling himself and his past works so yeah that's about it for the podcast that's about it for episode 19 um thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a message uh to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest and greatest activities make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.